Hey everybody, this is JT Agins making another podcast on September 10th, 2017. And today it looks like the biggest thing happening is that Hurricane Irma is plowing through Florida. Although, um, yeah, looks like yeah, some bad stuff. I don't know what else to say. I talked about hurricanes before. They really suck. I feel sorry for everyone involved. <clears throat> I have a couple of relatives in Florida, but they're all safe. So... Hopefully everyone else is safe too. And that all goes away pretty soon. Um, but today I actually have a topic, you know, that isn't the news. I tried to select something or come up with something that was, uh, I don't know, just something I thought was interesting, something I think about, something I like to think about, um, which is a part of, uh, well, something I like to do is essentially predict trends when that's mostly because um, it has a potential to make me money. And, you know, that's always a good thing. So I'm always interested in businesses, learning about businesses, and hearing the news about them, <clears throat> predicting, you know, what kind of things are going to be uh, purchased more in the future than they are today, or what things might be invented. I love learning about technology and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's a, I think it's a constructive interest. It, I think it's, it's, you know, stimulates your, your mind and your wallet and well, mine at least. And, you know, I have a pretty successful track record of, um, of, of understanding stuff like this. I think it's because of my, um, my educational background and things I've done to teach myself about these things. But anyway, I'm going to get started. And the whole thing I'm going to try to make make it today is it going to be about fast food and why I think whether you're going to invest in it or just listen to this and listen to my interesting vision of the future, um, I think fast food <clears throat> excuse me, is um, not even close to the part of modern American life that it will be over the next two decades. So, or three decades. I actually envision a future where people, where hardly anyone cooks at all. Um, I toured an apartment, um, or took a look at an apartment, I guess, when I first moved back up here to Wisconsin, that had no kitchen in it. Um, And I almost lived there. It ended up being too expensive, believe it or not, than a place with a kitchen. Um, and with the yeah an oven and st- a stove and stuff like that, and I think that's uh, well you know if you live in New York City or something you're probably like well that's always been like that well I mean I don't live in that big of a city you know I think it's just it's gotten to a point where people you know young dudes or you know just young adults in general um, you know they aren't cooking as much as they used to I saw a Gallup poll that says um, like half of uh, young adults eat fast food at least once a week I feel like there's it's way more than that um both the number of people and the amount of meals that they're actually eating out um and so yeah it's just a big thing I just think people aren't cooking anymore and it's not because they don't know how I mean I know how to cook like I mean maybe uh you know grandmothers would have you believe that cooking is really hard and you know uh that like you know, you have to learn how to do it or whatever. I think really cooking is just following instructions. So it has nothing to do with not being able to cook. It's just, um, it's just totally, 
Um, no one has the time. Like, I think, and then this is for several reasons, and I'll talk about those. Um, but it's just not worth it for us to cook anymore, particularly people in my generation and younger. I just think that kitchens and cooking and making food in the home is just something that's going to be totally outsourced. And this is why I think my vision of this whole thing is is different than other people. Some people are like, oh, it's going to change fast food. It's going to change the customer experience. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I think it's bigger than that. Like I say, I, inv- I have a vision of the future um, <clears throat> that I think will come about where hardly anyone cooks because fast food, uh, because first of all, they don't have the time. And second of all, because it's so ridiculously cheap. And I'll talk about why I think that in a few minutes. <clears throat> but um, you know, let's just get into, like, if you don't believe me, uh, about... Like, oh, I don't believe that uh, people won't cook in the future. Um, or that, uh, and here, let's just get, let me just point out that uh, how many people just in the U.S. live alone? And that's a big deal because if you live alone, then you have no one to help you with the cooking. So, um, and it says over a quarter of households, the New York Times says like, over a quarter of households consist of, of just one person. And that might not seem like a lot until you see it's up from 13% in 1960. <clears throat> you might say, oh, that's a slight increase over, um, uh, you know, the, the long time. But uh, I, I think that's something that's going to just go faster and faster and faster. Um, and even if, like, people are cohabiting, like I said, they're both working. And, you know, if, if you're both working... It's like there's just no time. Like there's, it's just a. You'll eventually realize. I think I have, for certain. I only make things in the microwave. I make. I spend about five minutes preparing food per day, because um, fast food is too expensive to eat out as it is right now all the time. But I think in the future that will change. Is kind of what I'm getting at here. <clears throat> um, so and and yeah, there's a lot of demographic information that I could get into, <clears throat> but hopefully that. Like, just the fact that, um, you know, like I said, people are living alone, and they're not necessarily married, and even if they are, like, they're both working. Everybody's working. Nobody's at home. Nobody has time. There's nobody at home that deals with this. And that number, you know, is growing. Like, less people are getting married, more people are getting divorced. It's, um, it's just, I honestly think I'm also like a type of person that thinks uh, in the future there will be no marriage. <clears throat> I don't think that that will be a popular thing over like probably by the end of the century and um so yeah so that's that's just a demographic trend that i think nobody talks about too that's related to fast food and i think that's where i have a unique perspective on this um like i think that makes a big difference it's a big difference like people are just going to get frustrated with cooking as i have um and like I said, it's not because I don't know how to cook. It's just a complete waste of my time. My time is valuable. Um, even if I just sat there and watched BoJack Horseman on Netflix, you know, that's a better use of my time than cooking. Cooking is just a waste. Like, I, like to prepare a decent meal for myself, like the traditional way, could, and then clean it up afterwards, <clears throat> you know, it takes like an hour. I'm not going to spend that much time. I used to. And since I've cut it out of my life, I have a lot more time to do things like this, podcasting, reading, you know, even just entertaining myself in general. I just have a better quality of life, meeting new people, doing new stuff, working more, anything. So, um, so the second reason though, uh, despite that, like from, um, 
just a purely like investment standpoint like as you know i've um i guess full disclosure i have uh bought stock in these companies um in the past i actually don't have it now <clears throat> because of various reasons but not because i don't believe in it i still believe that this is like one of the best plays that you can make um I don't know if this will become an investment sort of or a, like a money talking money podcast or like a business podcast. I don't mind if it does because this is more to me. It's a more bright and cheery and interesting and positive than politics. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of terrible stuff happening in the world. And it's like fast food is growing and that's, you know, bright and sunny and happy. And people are like, oh, it's bad for you. Come on. A burger's not going to kill you. Um, and, you know, that's the other thing. I don't think it's going to be just burgers and stuff anymore. And I'll get in more into that, but I think it's going to be all kinds of diets will be represented in the fast food market, and they will be dirt cheap, dirt cheap. And here's, uh, but that's one of the, the second thing, like I said, from an investment standpoint, is just that it's growing really fast all over the world. I just wanted to make note of that. Like, what I don't think people get is many fast food chains, including um, McDonald's, Subway, and even, and some are also close, have substantially more outlets or, you know, locations outside of the United States than they do inside of the United States. I don't think that's something people realize. People like <clears throat> fast food um, outside of the U.S. probably more than inside of the U.S. And, well, it's just the basic fact that also the U.S. is smaller than the total combined landmass of the rest of the world, where people live, you know, populate most of it. So that's just some basic math right there. But um, also the thing to note about that is that they are not even close. McDonald's or any other uh, fast food giant is not even close to conquering what I predict will be very lucrative markets for fast food, notably Latin America, the Caribbean, areas like that. McDonald's, I think, last year or so just started moving into Costa Rica, and they're kind of like the tip of the spear. And once they do it, other companies start to follow. Um, and I think it's just like... There's just so much growth potential, it's ridiculous. And this is in comparison to other things, of course, because the stock market is exploding because of cheap currency or, you know, cheap money, low interest rates or whatever. But this is going up more and more. I mean, McDonald's stock has gone up like 50%, I think, just in the past year. Just totally crazy. I mean, it's like, what do you, I mean, people put their money in retirement funds or whatever. I mean, I could go about that. I could go talk about that all day too. But it's like, are you making 50% in, the, in a year? No, you're not. But, you know. Listen to me. Anyway, so, um, but the main thing after that, like, just, I mean, if you want to, I can give you, um, I could tell you to look into that. Because I don't have any specific sources. Like, I've re read about this in the past, and I try to find more about it, but it's like, um, they kind of just paint the picture that it's already, like, you know, that, you know, you, the fast food market is big outside of the U.S. It's hard to get real numbers. Um, on the fly, like I was trying to, um, but you know, I suggest you go and look at these numbers. Like they're pretty, it's crazy. It's crazy what fast food has become globally as a business. And like I said, I think it plays into what I envisioned the future of it to be like, and the future of it to be like, just segueing into this is I think that one of the, probably the, like the, uh, linchpin or you might say of like all of these reasons why i think it's going to be to a total game changer over the next year years um is automation and because right now uh you know make fast food is a labor intensive um 
process. Like making a Taco Bell taco or something is is a labor intensive process. That's like their biggest cost. And right there, that's what you should hear. That's like their, you know, that's it's labor intensive. That's their cost. So if they can automate it and they could drive those marginal costs really low, that means if there's enough competition, the price of the food will start to approach its marginal cost of, of production. And when, so there's, I think that will just be, that will just take huge chunks out of the price. I think it's just, everything is going to start going down and it hardly even matters because, um, well it does, but, uh, I mean, people think that poor people eat fast food. You could see that's clearly not true either by reading or by going to a McDonald's um, at seven in the morning and seeing all the luxury cars parked all the way or, you know, parked or, you know, stopped all the way around the drive through. Um, so people with money are eating there and they they will just consume more when it's cheap and healthy and everything. Um, so, and, and I could, you might say, oh, well, if people don't cook anymore and it's so cheap, maybe they'll just microwave it at home. And I don't necessarily think that's true. I think, I think that will definitely grow, but I don't think it'll be as, um, I guess I, I don't think about it as much to me. It doesn't interest me as much. And something I would point out is Amy's, the, um, you may know you may have eaten Amy's frozen food. It's like it's like I think it's like a vegan or something. Anyway, it's delicious. I'm not a vegan. I'm not vegetarian, but I think it's good stuff. And what's interesting is they just opened a, an actual restaurant, like an actual fast food place. That's all vegan. So I think that tells you a lot. I think it tells you a lot that a lot more gas stations have added food, and gas stations are starting to now add drive-throughs. You know. That's a big deal. They're adding drive-throughs at gas stations. Gas stations are starting to realize this is the only thing to do. I mean, here, especially in Wisconsin, it's like you go to a gas station. The it's like basically a grocery store and a fast food place. But I would point out that fast food stuff. I mean, that's gonna get bigger and bigger. And like I said, drive-throughs, and like I just think it's gonna get more competitive. Just I think, um, you know, like I said, I just think this is a. Uh, it's substantial to me. I just find it totally fascinating. And, um, I just think it's, it's something to watch out for, whether you're just interested in culture or whether you're interested in technology, whether you're interested in business, interested in anything really just, you know, I just think it's going to be an interesting thing coming over the next few years. And it's also interesting to watch just how they, um, how fast food is like stratified itself too. Like there's more like upscale, fast, casual and fast food places too. It's just like, it's totally stratified. Um, so I just think there's like a lot of like huge opportunities. I don't believe as much in like the Chipotle's and stuff. I mean, it's delicious, but I don't know if it's like this as big of a opportunity, um, as you know, just a straight up, you know, any McDonald's or yum brands or, um, stuff like that. And I actually just watched an interview with the CEO of Yum Brands, which owns Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and KFC. And he, like, unabashedly was just like, I think that um, robotics and, uh, you know, automated production is going to affect the job market, or, you know, jobs in the U.S. a lot sooner than even Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury T Secretary, was commenting on uh, just a little while ago. Um, he said it would be a you know, a hundred or fifty to a hundred years that that would start to impact uh, the labor market and jobs. But the CEO of Yum 
just said, even though he employs lots of people, and I didn't even think that was a smart thing to say, he said, you know, he thinks it's going to be a lot sooner. Not in the next couple of years, though, but just like I say, in the next couple of decades. So I think, you know, that that just says a lot. It's like he, he's just like, this is this is in the future. The automation of the, of the production of fast food, I think, will change it forever. Because essentially, if you can automate the production, you can make... The stores, uh, you could. Ba- it's basically a giant vending machine, and I've heard at least in Japan and stuff they have stuff like that. And it's sort of like, I just think that that's the whole way it's moving, and it will just. I think it will have an interesting impact, um, especially as everybody crams into cities too. And I think it's always yeah. I may end that right here for today. Um. I could go on a little bit about food. I heard I I don't want to be disorganized, but uh, I heard that the USDA just on the food topic has come out with this new statement that coconut oil is bad. And I just I feel like talking about this, too. Um, people, I don't understand why they believe the, what the USDA says about anything about health. These people are not doctors. These people sell wheat and corn and soybeans. Of course they will tell you that vegetable oil is the only healthy kind of fat. Duh. Like, I think coconut oil is great. So I'm just coming out in defense of coconut oil. And just saying, don't listen to the USDA. It's not like they're bad people, like I say. It's just like, it's just, you know, don't be a Trump, people. Don't do that just uh it makes me mad though it kind of like it's insulting like when you know these people come out and they tell you as an adult like what to think even though it's just totally and obviously wrong like if you look at a bottle of vegetable oil like yeah that's what you're supposed to put in your body like that shit looks totally unnatural and terrible it's like this yellow oil like it's not good for you like that's not good for you it's just bad for you but oh like coconuts and you know butter and stuff like that that's horrible I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say on the food topic. Um, maybe I'll do another podcast to kind of put some more information out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say for now. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>